Podcast. <laughs> I had a fucking vegetable curry the other day, and it's, I said to Andy, "It's the fucking worst thing I've ever eaten in my life." Fucking shit. Do you see why? Go on, tell them. Basically, mate. I had a fucking experience on uh, DMT. Yeah, a while back. Just say a while back, where I saw a, a vision of uh, a baby crying like this, but I couldn't actually hear it. And the baby was crying, and it was a newborn, like completely hairless. I'm not talking about its genitalia here. I'm just saying it was like proper newborn, baldy little baby crying. And then it more I blinked, and it morphed into a baby chick in a nest, sort of crying out to be fed. And I had a real true story, and I had a realization that, um, well, I sort of knew anyway that that's all sort of connected, and there isn't much of a difference. Life is life, and it, and it's the same as fucking. Eating babies, I think, in my head. I don't know how long it'll last. And don't get me wrong, I'm still eating fucking beef and lamb. I ain't giving the lot up. <clears throat> but since then, it's not like I've got. Oh, I'm not. I'm conscientiously not doing it. I've just keep remembering the image when I think about eating chicken, and it's putting me off. Want to do it? As opposed to going, I'm never eating chicken again. It's like oh, while that image isn't fresh enough in my head, I'm not going to be able to eat it because I question everything about myself. Then if I did, yeah. I, be, I became a vegetarian for health reasons. So, but the other uh, thing you had on yeah, that DMT yeah. trip was you met Astro from UB40, the recently well, dead. Yeah, we had been talking about Astro. Well, not that it was Astro, but it was a. I, I floated towards this being, and it seemed like weren't afterwards. It seemed like it had dreadlocks. So obviously it must be. So it must be Astro. It must be. And it was like a few days after Astro from here before he died, weren't it? And he yeah. put his hand on me head and then I sort of floated through him and he just welcomed me. It wasn't Astro, but it was some being. Sitting there, legs crossed. I couldn't see the face, but I could see like, sort of like dreadlocks, but much thicker. So I just kind of really covered dark. And it, and it was a bit, I was almost like thinking, is this going to be a, a dodgy trip? Is this going to be, is this going to scare me? Is this going to be the idea of seeing a demon or something? But... It was accepting me, but I floated towards it, and it sort of put its hand on me, welcoming me. It's a red, red one, some. you make me feel so fine. No, it's had some pals. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it, mate. That's drugs, everybody. Drugs. Yeah. Anyway, How long know. did that last? How long was that experience of that, one, the whole chicken experience, and then that, the astro, It all just think. morphs into sort of one thing. Trip's the right word, but I think we're constantly changing and seeing shapes. I saw this really, it's really weird because there are common uh, things that people experience, like in every different continents for a long time, people have been experiencing the same sort of things in it. So one is a, a jester, they see a jester, Joe Rogan spoke about this, um, but people see a jester, and I mean, like, I saw what I thought was similar to one, and it was this woman. And do you know what? I remember almost getting a bit of fucking wind in it. It was this woman da- dancing. She was so sexy, but not a woman. And she was made of light. She was made of stripes, but really this sort of fucking stuff. But like something you've never seen. And she was singing in my face. And she had the jester's fucking, you know, the sort of bells or whatever. The, 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 the hair. The hat, yeah. whatever it fucking is. Almost like a harlequin. Exactly, exactly like it. I googled it afterwards because I was trying to work out what that was. Um, and she was just, she was just singing in my face. I can't remember the song, but she was she had a microphone and it was like she was performing to me. And I was just sort of sitting there, reminding me of being in a fucking lap dancing club, like in my early fucking twenties. A bit like say, and I'm not trying to take the piss here in that sense, but like Lady Gaga esque in the way that that it's presented. Um, more complete colour. These, these unbelievable colours, and she was made out of this colour, and it was so bright and for, and it was, and like I say, like lap dancing is the best example I could give of it. Is that fucking immediate there sort of thing being performed to? So I, as I, I remember again, like I, I never got a fucking hard on, but if I'd have thought about it, you know, fuck, I could have done. Mm-hmm. That sounds really fucking mental. I never expected fucking that. But it was like it was just yeah, very sort of sexual, but not not in a weird way. The stuff does that sounds. Not that I was looking from for different 
see that there are these different so Joe Rogan says he sees a, he saw a court jester and it's fucking just sticking its finger up at him he says I've seen him and then I've seen an infinite amount of them doing that to him smirking at him so it's just the idea of, I think these are sort of things that are meant to bring your ego down a little bit or tell you to calm down that oh, never thought okay. that never felt like that with me but that felt more like yeah maybe maybe it was in that way a little bit a little bit like a well there, there is something else and so I suppose I'd consider myself think of myself well I'm a performer so I reckon in my head I've got definitely a certain amount of ego whether it's messing about singing or being doing comedy mm-hmm. that I think in my head and I use it to my advantage at times before Shouter. You're the fucking bollocks. You're the best at this sort of thing that's happened. And now go out and fucking smash it and prove it to everyone just because it's good for that fucking thing. So mm. I think that thing was showing me, you ate all that. Do you know what I mean? There's something else yeah. like that. And it's made out of all this fucking colour as well. And it was just a bit like, it was the first time um, seeing, if I'm seeing that perform in that fucking dream, like state, whatever, that trip that I was uh, sort of blown away by something else holding a microphone, but not other than you two. Yeah. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. I think it was probably it, my it ego seems bringing like it's, um, keeping itself in it, check a little bit. It seems something. like it's open again. It made you one over wank, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, not really. No, no, not like I weren't like, fucking, I don't need to wank or I'm going to fuck this thing, whatever it is. It was more, it was just... Um, a bit of a fucking twinge in the old pant- <laughs> pants department. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Bit of a hard on. No, I never had a hard on. I thought just I could have done just yeah. the fucking not, not a bit of wind in it. It's too much. Just I, the t- the tickle I sort of think, thing. I always think with the hallucinogenics that that it it makes your subconscious a lot clearer and makes that at the forefront as with the subconscious always in the background. You know, uh, it just it's bringing that to the front because it's never at the front. You, you know, you you don't fully understand the subconscious in that you tempted sense. Tempted by DMT, Paul? No, no, I've I've never been tempted by the hallucinogenics. Never, simply because that idea that you can never go back. You hear too many horror stories and stuff like that. And my mind's a bit fucked anyway. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to be having flashbacks of Reagan from The Exorcist, even though I'm wearing a T-shirt, of that being real. Do you know what I mean? In my face. Nah, fuck that for a game. Paul used to be, like, because he's got a lot of uh, health problems, yeah. used to, he's on a lot of legal drugs and some of them are really strong. that laughing noise? Can you do that? Oh, Which one is it? Uh, Paul has a lot of health problems. <laughs> You've had it that long for you. Thank Sorry. You. <laughs> Health problems, yeah. But some of the times he was on these really strong drug, drugs and he'd phone me up and say that he'd found this, like, really rare <laughs> copy of this, like, alternative version of OK Computer. And, like... What was you on? What was you on? Oh, was it medication? Just yeah. medication, but, but like, loads, of it. loads. And, and I, I used to take double the amount of what was prescribed as well. Just to knock you yeah. out, sort of? Thing, yeah, that, that kind of stuff. So he'd phone me up and just go, like, listen to this version of Paranoid Android. And it'd just be down the phone, so it'd just be going. <laughs> then the next time I go in his house, I'll have to hear the CD. It's exactly the same. Exactly the same. Really? It's fucking great, though. I used to do that all the time. Ring her up and be like, uh, what is it? Beggar's Banquet by Rolling Stones. And I'd just put it on. i go, fucking hell. It's like they were in the room. I'm like, fuck, this is incredible. This is different. Completely di- like a, a different album, but it was the same. I'm like looking at it going, fuck, it's the same thing. Spaced then, out, like but, hearing things you've never heard before. Realising it was like fucking six hours long, and you go, Oh, yeah, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Then yeah. you run around your garden naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did your parents have to restrain you? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, did, they yeah. pinned me down. <laughs> Paul's the normal one. I am genuinely the yeah. normal one here, yeah. Yeah. Any funny drug stories, Andy? Um, nah. No, just feeling really, really happy. Just euphoric. <laughs> what a way to end. That could be good. To... <laughs> what about uh, that TV programme you used to watch when you was um, recovering? Come come down with me. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> on the Sunday, you know, after you'd uh, have partaking of a few ecstasy tablets. <laughs> and, uh, Hold on, hold on. And the next day, me and my pal Pete used to just watch the omnibus of uh, 
Come down with me, we call it. Come just, down with me, fuck. Us, us two, you can feel the, Sorry, mate. Yeah, just cold sweats with fucking covers on us going. I can feel the belly ache. Yeah. I can feel the need to have a shit, even though there's nothing there. Yeah. Christ. I'm watching a programme a bit fit when you're not hungry at all, but just you need to do something. <sighs> Sleep's not an option. Doing anything properly is not an option. This is. It sounds, I've said it too, it sounds fucking hellish. Makes me yeah. never want to have a fucking, party again. Some fucking yeah. good night before, though. Yeah. Yeah. See, this Custom is the factory, reason. Custom fucking inch, inch. Nuff. Yeah, nuff. Nuff, nuff. It's great at the time, isn't it? <laughs> Seriously, I remember I was getting a, uh, there was me, Pete and uh, Mike, so we getting a taxi back for the custard factory. <laughs> and the taxi driver asked, asked if, if there was any drops. <laughs> like, fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who asked that? The taxi oh, driver. Really? Shit loads, man. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> I was paid by a venue in Litchfield to turn off this bloke going touch. What sound? I mean, at the time, I was sort of, sort of thinking, that's a good bit of money and stuff like that. Got there. How did I get there? I never drove, I had a leave, I got dropped off by my dad again because I never drove because I had a few drinks and then our Katie picked us up. I got there and um, and it was empty, it was about seven o'clock, it was a nice, it was like a posh wine bar, it was, it was expensive as fuck, it cost about, it was about nine quid for a double vodka lemonade. So that was coming out of my bastard money. They were giving me on, on the fucking house. So, <laughs> try to I went to fucking loss. I've got... I've, <laughs> I got there, I think it was Litchfield or Tamworth. I got there and um When this was it becomes this was Fraser. Yeah, I had me right in the fucking net. And I thought I walked in and it was empty. I mean empty. I walk in, go up the bar, I'm in the again, I'm in the gear, the Peter Andre stuff in the glasses, walk up the bar down, you know, I'm Gary Penland, I'm coming in to do a fucking went, Oh right, yeah, yeah, so well there's not many in yet, but we might there might be a few later on and I mean no one. There was a table like of four blokes, probably early thirties, in the corner of the room. And there was a kid there who, Harrison, his name is actually, who's sound nice lad, um, Wolves fan. He was about, I don't think he was even old enough to drink, he wasn't. He was probably about 16, 17. And he sat on this table on his own. Um, in fact, sorry, at this point, I wasn't in the, the gear. I didn't have the glasses on. I'd walked in and introduced myself and asked for somewhere to get changed. So at this point, I was just sitting there waiting for it to people to come in so I could... Do the thing. This is really weird. Just listening to it, mate. Hard work. Why do I do it now? More. I mean, if I, you know, if we ever, ever were to do it again, if I do the stuff like that now, it is for charity bits and bobs here and there. Now and then, when I can't, and then I, I mean, it's not. That's the weird thing about like being sort of fucking the idea of Facebook famous or social media. It's, it's not like you've been on the TV. Only some people, most people, don't have a clue it exists. It's only a tiny mm-hmm. amount of people who do in the big scheme of things, isn't yeah. it? You know. So nobody fucking knows, but these people don't think like that, you know. And I never thought myself like that at the time. It was a learning curve. Yeah, but fuck me. So I, I was in this other place, Litchfield or Tamworth, and I seen this kid looking over, and I thought, does it, this sounds really wanky. Does he recognise me? Or does it? And I walked over and I went, I said, are you, are you here for Gary Poundland? He went, yeah, yeah. And it was proper buzzing sort of thing his dad had dropped him off he'd only come for an hour his dad had dropped him off and was picking him up what he was having he had selfies and all sorts oh, and man. really it's nice it's sort of, in fact um, how great of a guy am I I think <laughs> sorted out four tickets for him and his family at um, I can't remember what gig it was but they had a photo afterwards and whatnot. And probably was not like them was he <laughs> no he probably went, well talking about having fucking Kids in the audience. Anyway, so, so this this thing <laughs> this this appearance happened. Met this kid Harrison, who was the only person who had turned up. Really fucking promote myself, I know. Um, so no, it's fucking it's nice. It's funny. <laughs> I, I had a chat with him, and that he went home in the end. And then our Katie turned up with her then partner. They came for a drink, and I was stopping at theirs on the night, so they were driving. Um, and there were four. That table of four blokes, I sort of sat over there and I went, what, what, what are you doing, what's fucking, I went, oh, I'm a fucking sort of a Facebook internet comedian and this and that, so no one's fucking turned up, obviously they pissed themselves, I was pissing my fucking self, <laughs> fucking sit down here with us, blood. and then they started looking on the phones and they went, well, how do I, 
have a look on Facebook and <laughs> fucking hell, look at this, blah, blah, blah. And then they wanted photos, nothing but the fucking <laughs> hell, But then, to be fair, they bought me a few the fucking drinks. The nature of fame. I know, Christ. Yes. I bought them a few fucking drinks and, again, ended up getting fucking levered. Nice. <laughs> Went back to Arcades, Arcades drove. Went back to hers and then we got levered till about five, six in the morning, so... <laughs> Good night all right. Quinted. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, that's just memory of mine of that story before in the past, somewhere where I used to live. I'd had a fucking session and I'd loads of randomers back in the house from the pub. And um, I got up the next day and there's a fucking pint bottle of uh, glass pint milk on the side. And I thought, where the fuck's that come from? But I was that hungover. And I don't think I had any pops off. So fuck it, I just drank it straight out. Though, you know, it was giving down my chin and down my fucking. He just it needed it. Fucking, oh, it. I was covered in it. I thought, fuck it, it's there, I'll drink it. And about an half hour later, I got a fucking <laughs> knock at the door. It was this fucking big bloke at the door. He says, You've been pinching milk off my fucking mother in law's doorstep. He said, Give me a five and we'll fucking, we'll say nothing about it. I thought he was going to cave me head in. I'm going like, oh, I don't know nothing about it, mate. So I think I'm still rubbing fucking milk off my chin as he was fucking <laughs> standing there. But it turned out somebody who had come back here, pissed up in it. the morning, had gone and took it off the doorstep and put it in my kitchen. And the next time I seen him in the pub, and you get that milk? Sorted you that milk out there? Uh, fucking sand. Uh. So you still live quite the life here when you first moved in, didn't you, Paul? Before yeah, I moved in. Bit of a fucking session house for a little bit. Proper it stopped, rogues. it had to fucking stop, they Proper no, rogues well, gallery, was it? When I first moved in, um, there was like, <laughs> he brought loads of people back for the pub, like, on the first Saturday, left here, and I thought, oh, God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to honour this, because I just thought that was the way it was going to be forever, but it wasn't it. That was kind of the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Just um, random people walking about the house and... Um, Four travellers, I probably knew travelers. six lads then, these four traveller lads turned up from nowhere, I ain't fucking met them, I ain't got a clue where they were, but they knew somebody who was there. The one started, I thought the one was going to start singing, I thought, oh fuck me, you know. So I do like that sort of uh, old, folky Irish music, Yeah. Like the singing, I thought, I bet this will be good. He was fucking shit, he was fucking town deaf. I <laughs> <laughs> got the harmonica out and the guitar, which I can play, so I couldn't play neither of them. And he couldn't fucking sing neither. It was all right, fucking racky. <laughs> I think there was somebody somebody asleep on the settee. He woke up and said, um, what did he say? He couldn't believe that a Scottish bloke lived here, that I had a mate who was Scottish, Andy, and that mm. he lived there. And he went, fuck off. I mean, just keep it down. He's upstairs. People think it's such a strange thing. Yeah. But his mate said to him at work once, you're fucking... Your mate's ace at that Scottish accent, and Oh, fuck me. Yeah. How many times I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> really good at that Scottish accent. It's weird if it's like, I don't know, maybe if it was like a really obscure fucking country or something, but it's only up the road. Yeah. And you, as you pointed out, your name's Andrew McBurney as well. Yeah, it's pretty fucking you know, A proper fucking commitment to the character <laughs> that it is. <laughs> name's Ian, really. Oh, my yeah. He's fucking, he's good at that Scottish accent. Mm. Stands a mm. fucking chance. He's born in Glasgow, you daft prick. That night, um, fucking, you were really out of it, weren't you? And people just wouldn't leave, would they? It was yeah. like six in the morning. I think at one point I went, I think we sort of looked at each, each other, didn't we? And I went, I mean, now disrespect, and I was absolutely bollocks, and I did this straight-faced as well. I mean, I went, I don't mean now disrespect, but you've all completely fucking outstayed your welcome. <laughs> get, out, get out my house. And... Uh, the traveller lad sort of looks like, what, you know, who's this or who's even? And, and uh, I said, oh, was it something like, oh, you'll have the fucking Glaswegian to deal with or something like that? They don't know we fucking, me and Andy above, soft as a fucking brush. But it worked, they, Andy just sort of pulled the face at him. And they fucking. Just pull it the fucking proper. If you don't get out this house right fucking now, you're all getting leathered. You especially. No, no, yeah. just fucked well, off. They went there, they were. It's always good when they actually just trust that the accent, you know. <laughs> there's bit, isn't there? It's like, you fucking, if you want to get away with fight, you should just act like a crazy bastard. But sometimes, you know, you're in trouble if the other guy goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, it would have just been us curled up in a ball, getting levered in our own house. <laughs> the session days. But that was the last one then. I think, I think that was literally the last fucking one. Like, knock down the fucking head. Fuck me. 
Yeah, another reason why I don't drink. So what's this rounded up the ass? Ah! No, it's bad. He's a fucking Buddhist teacher, you know? Yeah. Um, I think he'd be... I think he'd be here now. It's just really good. It's good. Um, you got the name out of the Oasis album. <laughs> you named the whole religion after the fucking that. Yeah. That and the Hindus. So well, his, his latest book's called The Best of Supergrass. <laughs> <laughs> Man-sized rooster. Yeah, it's just... I think you'd be interested in that because you've been looking into some of the Buddhist stuff, haven't you? Yes, I would class um, myself as a a practising secular Buddhist. There you go. In what way would you say you're practising? Take of interest. Meditation, I do a lot of meditation. Yeah. Every, every, every night, yeah, in the house, yeah. You can do that thing where you grab your legs around each other. Can you float? Can I float? Not yet. I ain't done the full course yet. <laughs> I'm only halfway through. So what do you do? Do you just sit there then? Sit, sit meditate, with your thoughts. Empty your mind. Focus on breathing. A, a simple breathing technique. Do that for about 12 minutes. Um, I find that helps with a lot of... De- just de-stressing. Especially if, you, you know, working and, you know, even doing this can be a bit stressful at times. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck me, you got to do... Blah, 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 blah. But, you know, also having kids and a fucking five-pound dog. <laughs> like to de-stress and just, you know... Is it guilt you're trying to fucking <laughs> get rid of? That'll take me fucking forever. <laughs> Do you if you'd have paid, like, upwards of 15 quid, it wouldn't use some shit? Maybe. Yeah, and Paul went, fuck that. I'd rather eat it on shit than buy an extra ten on it. Exactly. Well, you think about it, how much money I'm saving on fucking dog food. <laughs> <laughs> You, did you Google a dog that eats its own shit for sale? <laughs> <laughs> Cost effective. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Must include free dog leads. <laughs> and jobs. jobs. <laughs> no, um, with with the meditating, I, I, I'd fully recommend it just to try and empty your brain. It's very, it's very difficult to do because you just go, okay, I'm going to try not to think about anything. Right, am I... Am I doing this right? No, no, try not to think about anything. Just concentrate on the breathing. Breathing out. Am I doing that right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult it's to funny, do. It's funny, man. It's, um, but the, like anything, like, you know, playing guitar or whatever, the more that you do, the better at it that you get, you know. We um, went to a, a course, an intro course for Transcendental Meditation, didn't we, Jack? We said people are going to be really blown away by, by hearing about these aspects of us, now, I think. Like really surprised. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, they, yeah we, no, did. But we did. Sorry, we, did, Paul, we, did. we didn't we did. fucking go back, obviously. Nah, because, do you know what? It, it was so I like, didn't go. It was <laughs> so like, I'm just fucking flouting in your fucking downstairs before you get to bed. At least we did it once and fucked off. <laughs> we where, went, was it, where was it at? It, it, was, it was over fucking Birmingham somewhere, right? And we went, because. We should have started laughing, really. But then again, if you want to look deeper into it, you'd go, that is the whole thing, the fucking, the great fucking sense of humour behind it all. It's like whatever it is, universe, God, whatever it is, you call it, has got a fucking childlike sense of humour. Because we were there, we were sitting through it. You could tell there were a couple... I mean, people will be hearing us talk about this and think fucking nut jobs because people just fucking mm. do think like that about stuff like this. Not everybody. But we were there, and we were looking around. Well, I was looking around thinking, fucking nut jobs. It was weird. It was a tough crowd, though, for the guy. Like, there's a lot of people there who are clued up in different aspects of it. And so they're going, so what's the difference between this one and the other one? And he didn't seem to have many answers. it was brilliant. That's why he didn't go back. It's like, oh, he's bluffing. Do you know what I'm thinking about it now, though? Now I've been listening to a lot of this stuff myself, because that's been about three or four years ago, perhaps. Now, I've listened to a lot of this stuff now. It's hilarious because those people in there at the time who were saying, well, I've done this course and I've done that course, the whole thing, ultimately, with that stuff, is about becoming nobody. That's mm-hmm. what Ramda says. It's not about becoming somebody. It's about becoming nobody and realise you're not anybody. You're just sort of this human form in this... You, you, it's fancy dress, essentially. But we're all the same thing from the same fucking place and we are all one sort of thing. Yeah, of course. You're yeah. just uh, interact the, the universe dancing with itself, is mm-hmm. what it And it was funny because the, the whole idea with that stuff is the 
ego death and dropping ego and, and being aware of your ego and observing it and, and seeing how it makes you behave and all that. And they were in there with him. There were people saying to him, well, I've done this and I've done that. And they were all, even though the idea of it is, is losing it all and shedding all that, the, the idea of that ego stuff, they were clinging on to it, which I realise now, is they were going, well, I've done a course in this and that, and they yeah. told me this. So they had turned up to say, look at me. I've got yeah. no ego. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's only now, are you with me? Do you I'm the best that have no ego. Do you yeah. understand what I mean? Yeah. So I was, worried I, was, I was worried I was sending mad then. And it's only now I realised there were people in there going, well, I always tell this and I always tell that. And it's the total yeah. opposite of the mm. thing that they've paid to learn. And they're going yeah. in the opposite direction of yeah. it. Also, yeah. which was really funny, if you remember at the time, he slightly lost his temper. The bloke did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And he like fucking, he got quite well. It's like the mantra thing. They're kind of like, so why do we have to like pay you to give us a mantra then? And she said, well, that's kind of what this is. That's, you know, I'm a whatever, because you've been doing it for years. Shaman can, or yeah, something. Yeah, he can like pass on mantras and stuff like that. And, but then uh, people can also med- um, meditation things. You, you can just make up your own mantra, can't you? Yep. But with this one, yep. you get given it and you pay for it. So then people were just kind of going like, and then he was getting annoyed and just didn't know why don't you just give a bit of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember just thinking this, this isn't going to work well because of the people and having arguments in there. And I thought we thought maybe it'd be really chill as it and just you know de-stresses, you know, yeah. transcendental med- meditation. And then these people and they're going, well, it's not as fucking good as last one. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, so All it was, work, the whole thing was conflict, and the people in there causing the conflict was the fucking people who had done two courses before and paid six hundred quid. They <laughs> <laughs> paid six hundred quid to be more pissed off if they'd have just never done it. It's why I do it at home. Cost fuck all. We <laughs> <laughs> just come home and got on the fucking cans. I think we did that. We got home, got on the cans, and just went, that's allowed. <laughs> and I eat the wine, yeah. God, I went, that's a lot of fucking bollocks, he's full of shit. How much? It was about it was, 300 quid or something. Fucking hell! We were, we were tempted to, but I'm so... Well, if you were there, you can go, well, if this is what we're aiming towards, if he's like the master of it. And he's getting short-tempered because someone's asked him <laughs> why he's getting paid 600 quid. And all these people in there, it seems like they've been twisted by some of the other ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he's basically going, shh. Yeah. Just give me some money. It was sort of like that. Three way. grand, and I'm still not one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? The idea of letting letting go of everything, but they're there literally clinging to the fucking lot of it. The the cost, the fucking someone's had me over before. <laughs> Tell me now. You know what I think? Like it should should be living in the now, not in the fucking past oh, when absolutely. you got squeezed. Uh, yeah. And I got one booked in next week. Just fucking submit <laughs> into everything and fucking learn it all and realise that none of it means anything. That's it. But walking into something like that and clinging on to absolutely fucking it and having to go at the blow for it. Who's <laughs> <laughs> just there to earn a squeeze, basically. Just think of the squeeze now. Yeah. Peace with now. Peace with now. How de-stressed are you to fucking look in the paper and see that there's a transcendental meditation class and go to k- just to kick off? <laughs> <It's the> dis- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've yeah. tried the pub. <laughs> Stick up the next notch. <laughs> <laughs> These cunts are having it. <laughs> Fuck you now. That was a good. I'm glad we went now because it was funny, weren't it? It was funny fucking yeah. seeing it again. And then he tried to phone a couple of times. I think or email and fucking. No. You joining the course? I went. Nah. No, right, Not seeing you. Use, use your fucking temper because someone asked you about the fucking price of the course. You couldn't. <laughs> meant to be the mouse. You meant to be flouting on the ceiling. <laughs> well, Paul is in the living room. You enjoying the Ramdas stuff though? Yeah, very much so. I've been listening to it for a few years now, to be honest. I've, but I've just got the audio book. So I'll be listening to the podcast, which is the Be Here Now podcast. The book, I can't quite remember the name at the minute. I'll have a look in a minute. But the book is, the audio book is basically recordings of him speaking in front of groups of people. There's loads of little stuff in there, loads of little bits in there that are really fucking... I'll lend you some books. I'll lend you some books. I, I won't read them, pal. If you tell me the names and I'll get them on audio book, but I I'll, tend to do it at, at work. There's a couple which are very, just very simplified, like... I think you'll go, oh, fuck me, that's that's useful, I'll do that. 
Well, yeah, there's a couple that I can lend you. What's that that you've got on the uh, on your car? Like it looks like a meditation sh- shiver or something like no, that. That's Buddha. Is it Buddha? Is it Buddha? It's Buddha, yeah. Is there not one? Is there not a female one? No, that, you're looking at Hinduism there. Okay, it's really funny because you've got like that on your car, and then weird assholes stick it next to it, <laughs> and then Dawn of the Dead. I like all my favourite horror films, which are all my favourite films. Here's one for you: if you're really about shedding everything and letting go and, and all this and and all that malarkey, what you doing with stickers on your car, man? You don't need. What the am stickers. I doing with a car? <laughs> well, that's to travel around. What How you, would you have got it? What were you doing with, with your, your sticker? How would you have got it with your sticker? Because <laughs> yeah. Ram, Ramna says, he's funny because I'm Paul, there. it's clearly not working, is it? Do you not? Know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking get I'm it? better than you. Because you, know, you got stickers, right? You got fucking stickers. Well, I've like, oh, just realised I'm doing the same thing as them cunts in that <laughs> room. I'm fucking more fucking into bunnies than you. I'll tell you one thing, that I'm more Ram, the one than you. You're a bit yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that one thing, that you man, that's he's fucking raking it in. <laughs> Beast <Right>. words, no. <laughs> We've all been at home forever. We are. Boy, the, the, the thing, fuck me. What's the furthest away gig that you've done? Like, you've just gone, what the fuck was, what was the point of that? Uh, fucking Edinburgh. All of Edinburgh, yeah. <laughs> And not just a one-off of Edinburgh. Four weeks of it. Four yeah. weeks of thinking it nearly every fucking day, weren't mm-hmm. it, pal, really? Just, and fuck me, I had to do, like, solo shows to try and promote the oh. thing as well. Um, I was talking to Jack about it the other night. First night I had to day one. <laughs> I just had this uh, transsexual Down syndrome man um, <laughs> standing there. And shouted at me for laughing at antidepressants. Just like going, You should not laugh about things like that. People have got problems. <laughs> what, fucking tell me about it. <laughs> like that fucking Twilight Zone. Proper. Yeah, that fucking fuck. set the tone for the entire fucking month. Was that right from the off? That was the first day. <laughs> <laughs> day number one. And I thought about it, we'll be alright when we do it, or sure. <coughs> Was it fucking... No. Christ. Fucking horrendous. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hell. We had some... I nearly stopped doing Gary Poundland, didn't I? Because mm. we never... It weren't like we ever... You we had, had a break from it, didn't you? Like, when you got back. Yeah. Well, we basically had a break, didn't <laughs> Yeah. Fuck me, yeah. It was a serious time, more, not it? So we were kind of laughing about it, but we really had to like, help each other through it. It was fucking miserable, but, you know, genuinely laugh about it now, but fuck me. It was fucking, it was still, even though it was horrible and grim, it was still worthy. Yeah. It was still, we came out of it fucking The, the experience tighter. now is, is here, isn't it? Well, kind of a, oh. You cunt. Ah, hold on. Let me turn this off. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we had a few experiences. We had a few fucking... We had um, four Japanese girls in the one day, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and that was our audience. So, obviously, we've got Andy, Glaswegian accent. Me with my accent. They and, they're Jap- and they're Japanese and as then well. Doing their unique brand of alternative comedy, which, you know, even if you understood it, it's still a push. Fucking <laughs> jokes about Jimmy Nail to four Japanese... <laughs> <laughs> So four <laughs> Japanese girls who, you know, English isn't the first language, then you chuck our fucking dialect on top and accents. Yeah. And we started that one, it, we went and it, fucking, we it started does, it, and, and they, they they walked out, didn't they, them? It they does make up. you wonder, though, it's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Well, because it's, it's did I really fucking know, did I? Walk into <sighs> anything. It's one of those, quite a few times, isn't it, like, we were annoyed, like, when some people would turn up, because... <laughs> Yeah. Well, if it was oh. nobody, then that's it. It's, it's fucking, decided. Yeah. But then something. Oh. <laughs> Did you do it every night though? Did you do it every uh, single ev- day? Every single day. Did you never go? No, no, I'm not going to do it today. Fuck that. Did oh, you always the empty ones? Yeah, that that's when the the choice was sort of taken yeah, yeah. for us anyway because there was no one there. So I but mean, that, that was probably. But I don't know. Like maybe 
five times. Yeah, it's quite yeah. a lot. But yeah, the preferred day ones, to be honest. Yeah, we just I, got I, fucking like, levered. Like 30 days, was it like the proper month? All of August, yeah. Christ. Staying up there, getting up in the morning, walking to your venue, trying to do flyer in. Trying to give flyers to people who don't want to know. So and there's a about, million other people, people there doing it as well. Yeah, oh. and and don't forget, like just and just for the people listening, this you'll know this anyway. At this at this point, we've got no representation, no help with it. We had a, a good guy called Greg, who paid for the room for us because he believed in us. Bless him. We yeah. ne- we never forgot that. No. Um, but in terms of we we had no way of uh, well, advertising people say no money behind you and stuff, and we kind of learnt that. Yeah, or some kind of. Push, but yeah, it just wasn't a fucking much. But it had a nice place as well, didn't we? And yeah, it was a lovely yeah. venue. It, it really was. Um, but it didn't matter. We had like three good gigs <laughs> the whole fucking month. Yeah, yeah. So that one, the four Japanese girls, was it? Was the case that you said, "Are you, are you from Japan?" Or something? And they said, "Now China." Or was it vice versa? No, it was yeah. It was, yeah. And not he hadn't tried to. He was just asking because because it was so weird, wasn't he? So I think he was just trying to make conversation, weren't you? <laughs> and then he ended up being racist. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally racist. <laughs> and they walked and they walked out and they didn't walk out. Uh, that wasn't like they didn't storm out. They were just like they realised what the fuck are we doing? We're all sitting in that room together thinking what the fucking hell are we doing here? Yeah. And then we must have been think, sitting there thinking what the fuck are we doing? Jimmy Nail, Jimmy Nail, jokes to four <laughs> Japanese girls. So I remember one of the times where <laughs> we had a phrase called hit the crofters, which is like the cheapest cider you can get. You're like £2.19 for two litres. And when you're really down, it's like, fuck me, time to hit fucking crofters. <laughs> 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 really fucking grim. I remember oh, Jack crying once, missing his family and having a really shit time, but he went and bought like, God, it's fucking miserable. He bought <laughs> some um, homemade mash. No, uh, Tesco, inst- well, not instant mash, but the stuff oh, that's yeah. in the finger, yeah. And a steak pie and some mushy peas, and Good just idea. to make him try and, you know, do something homely. <laughs> He's Two bottles of wine, Five five pounds for uh, for Patreon. Thank <laughs> Thanks for that. It can't all be zingers. <laughs> Thanks would for that. You, <laughs> would you give anybody any advice for like they go because you know we've been on the, the actual circuit and stuff like that. You go, oh, well, I'm 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 thinking about going to Edinburgh. Well, when they say they're thinking about going to Edinburgh, they're definitely going to Edinburgh. But would you give any advice to anybody that's thinking, I want to go to Edinburgh, I want to see if I can be the next big thing? Would you... Don't bother. Um, don't bother taking advice off us, we'll just fucking tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you need, you unless, you've got, unless you've got a lot of fucking money, or you've got a, a, a show that's absolutely genius and mm-hmm. no one's ever seen anything like you, yeah. I won't bother. But you might fucking... Well, it's weird for some great times. Well, true, yeah. Because like, they're really notable, the bad ones, but... It's some fucking bright nights. Yeah. So it's all kind of... It well, evens the, itself out. The three nights we did have an audience, the show always went down well. It went down very well when, it, when we had a fucking crowd. But it was actually... I mean, that's the problem, is getting people in in the fucking doors. I yeah. mean, the one time we had... The chat we were doing doing it with at the time, we had... Um, he brought up a fucking... So we did bits of sketch stuff. And then in between us getting changed, we had filmed sketches on a big TV on the stage yeah. to fill that time while we could get into other costume. And he'd brought this fucking... He'd borrowed, for some reason, he'd borrowed a, a glass TV stand. Big glass TV stand. We brought it up on stage. So we go on stage one day. I think it happened a couple of times where the show started and, and people walked out, or I was doing Gary Poundland and... and <laughs> I mean, I mean, this ain't twenty people walking out. This is how bad it is. It's it's three, it's two or three it's like people. A really, um, screechy door, so you can hear it really loud. Like and then, <laughs> and you thought I felt more. I've some some occasions. Then think about it. Now I felt more sorry for the fucking cunts who were sat in there. Yeah, me too. So if you got three and one fucks off, the other two think, you know, fuck. Yeah. And someone's they've even got to think. Right, yeah, you I've might got give to them g- a fucking get out clause. You go look. Thanks for coming, <laughs> but um, you're not going to enjoy this just because of the atmosphere. 
like this is honest the, comedy. But yeah, like kind of going like we wouldn't like this sitting here in an empty room watching this. <laughs> but if, like if you'd been if you'd have been here two days ago, might have made a bit more sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah disclaimer at the front. You're not going to enjoy this. So you might as well fuck off now. If there's less than fucking five, yeah, don't come in. Yeah, but so, that was fucking. Um, that's what I was going to say. Four so individual was, people walk away. <laughs> um, that's what I was thinking was the ones who walk out. If there's two left, like there was that occasion, yeah. you think, God, what a situation for them to be in. You've either got to get up and do that fucking awkward thing of with the door or even fucking worse they go and you're the last one in there so oh. it's basically who's gonna bite the fucking tongue first and get it done god I feel fucking horrible thank you you were saying about the, the, the stand yeah so we got a glass TV stand so it's one of these occasions when fucking they've all fucked off and we just look at each other and I think that's I never drank wine before I went to Edinburgh and I was drinking two bottles of fucking night up there. Now I fucking absolutely love it. Worst thing he ever did. Um, <laughs> fuck me. So he killed me not buying a bottle of wine last night. So. <laughs> so Five pounds. Yeah. Get this man a bottle of wine. <laughs> so, yeah, so, this, uh, whatever. It was another occasion where the audience fuck off. I say the audience is about three people again. And we go, right, fuck, you know, let's pack up. It's, you know, that's us done for today. There's no show to be done. There's no crowd. And then we had to carry the fucking... So we had to get... We had to set all that up to begin with every fucking time. We had to, mm. So we start carrying it off. Don't think it was me and my end and not laying the blame on anyone else. Um, don't know if it was you or... Damon. I don't remember. No, I don't. But somehow... It was, a, it was called The Caves, the venue, so it was dark. And it was all about open brickwork. So we've carried off somebody, one of us catches the corner of this glass TV fucking stand. That isn't ours, by the way. And the whole thing shatters across the stage. So not only have they walked out and we've had to stop and that's happened and we're wasting our lives, we've now got to pay for a fucking TV. (laughs) We've now got to pay 50 quid each between three of us to a TV stand we never wanted or needed. And on top of that, he's sweeping up the fucking glass for another 15 minutes because the, the, blo- the bloke in charge of the venue is saying, someone's on next, make sure there's no glass on the stage. So you, I was on my hands and knees with a fucking dustpan and brush getting glass up, fucking up, sweeping money up, basically. Into fucking yeah, our yeah, friend was there and she did the best Joe comment. Darcy, yeah. yeah, she said the best comment of the whole month for us. Yeah, She saw that happen and then she said, smashed it. <laughs> Thanks for that, well, John. It genuinely yeah. fucking cheered us up. The only thing like, yeah. that month, fuck me. Was what? The... What day was that? Two. Was he? He was. Was he? Yeah, yeah. Fuck of me. Yeah. Luckily, because <laughs> we had an hour to clean up the glass because the people had left. So what? Two or eight? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Oh God. I I I gotta admit I remember when you'd gone. I was just at home really enjoying that summer break in the August. <laughs> it was lovely. Yeah. <laughs> well while we were when we were leaving everybody was like fucking it's like we were um dunno. Like they were really proud of us or something, like we were going Everybody to the, was, yeah. Like the Hollywood Hogs or something, but they you know, must have thought that meant something. Just gone to Edinburgh and doing that. Well, we kind of we were really excited and naive and stuff like that. No, look, we thought anything would happen, but we were really looking forward to it. Then that was horrible when we were up there and everybody's going, oh, how's it going? Is it yeah, having a good time? And, and we're like... Because <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, because it, it always seemed like to, to me, like you were you were gone and it was like the fucking sound of music. Like, oh, fucking hell, this is brilliant. This and fucking I would put, that's lovely the per- thing. Perception people, and that was you, somebody who knows who's a mate. That's the perception people have with anything to do with the arts. Like it's... Yeah. It like somehow it means because you're saying I'm going to Edinburgh, the Edinburgh Festival for a month. I think you've been put on a shortlist and not yeah. realising that. When's your Netflix as long special as you've got the out? money, you can go and people have a yeah. complete. That's why we're asking for a fiver on the fucking Patreon yeah. because there's no fucking money in it, really. Unless you <laughs> fucking. For us to make money, we've got to hit nationally, which is happening slowly, slowly. 
that's the only way you're going to make money. If you can sell a theatre out in every fucking town, that's the only way you'll make it a living. It's the mm. only way you can afford to risk giving your job up. So it with, is, with it, It's fucking balmy, man, because when you described it, it like more raw when you came back, it, mm. you know, it seemed like your experience was... Mulholland Drive meets Threads kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was just... Took the fucking f- lesbian but Yeah, without no lesbian stuff at all. <laughs> <laughs> that was... I tell you, there was some good little little bits as well. There were fucking like... Where we were staying with Liam Pickford and, and our window in the flat we were in. It was like ground floor. No, it was all like second floor, sorry. But you, there was an alley there and you could see people walking past. And we saw um, Matthew... Horn, yeah, Gavin off Gavin and Stacey. Oh, 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 he walked past, and I went. Oh, I, I mean, I was nearly on the floor laughing just because it was him, and we were, we were, we were standing up that window like a, we were like a pair of fucking vultures, <laughs> just <laughs> shouting stuff out the window at people and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a the first one. You're John making cunts. There was, a, there was a <laughs> Bob's blunderbuss, which so it sees it's a lot of fucking middle class people, and then there's fucking us, weren't yeah. there? And it's Pickford was out there. Just fuck off, fuck off back to London, you jam making cunts <laughs> to these other comedians and people at the festival. So that was fun. But then we clocked our oh, clock team, and uh, I seen that Matthew Orm walking up, and I was nearly on the floor already. I don't think I could quite get my words out because I was that excited to tell him, so we could start shouting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> No, as he was walking, and Liam's like that. Liam couldn't believe it. Was, it was like we tried to gather all our fucking thoughts. We were both smoking, so we were both trying to fucking. We've got to do something quick. Look at this. So it was just cut. I just went. Let's let's fucking call him Gavin. Let's call him Gavin. So just, and we never heard that. Ga- Gavin. And he looked up and he shook his head like that and and stormed off. And we were fucking <laughs> anyway, <laughs> out the window. Oh no, it's like the fucking. Most intelligent, funniest thing you'll ever fucking learn. But the fact that we went for that was I'm, fun. I remember me mates walking past some fucking some teenagers once, and they shouted like something like "fucking Gavin Stacey" like as a kind of fat joke. It is right. I remember turning and I'm like, uh, "Gavin Stacey, one of the fat ones." <laughs> Thinking that I'd won. <laughs> 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 Fuck me. Messi's just looking at me going, fuck's sake. Cameron Stacey's not the fans. <laughs> not we aren't fans. No. <laughs> oh, that would have been a weird comeback as well, wouldn't it? Fuck. We aren't fat. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Fucking hell. Transmit one of the. F- oh, God, yeah. It seems like. It seems like with Edinburgh, though, that you've got some very dark memories, but also, like, some fucking cracking stories, and, and fucking, you've met some great people from there as well, haven't you? Yeah, it could have made us fucking impenetrable, didn't it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> we came back and both licked out, while well, you went, you were in a proper bad way, weren't you? Yeah, just fucking staying there for months and just, ugh. But then, it all worked at the end. Yeah, Absolutely. Fuck it, let's 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 mention him. I was out with a Patreon. Andy was suicidal. Send us a fiver. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to top himself. He's got a fucking knife now. Come on, get the fiver quick. <laughs> well, you were my dog. Um, yeah, so you're fucking. Angry. And he was angry, but me mentioning a fucking steak pie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so but Jack had we'll... a cry. Give us fucking five quid. Fuck me. It's just like if suicide, suicide, <laughs> yeah, give us your fucking money. If suicide's a five, our cry's got to be about twenty-five pence, I suppose. And by the way, happened to you, Paul? I had a fucking dog for a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one eye. There you go. Give us a fucking fiver. Um, I was gonna fucking say that. I was There's only one eye in racist, as we say. <laughs> Well, Jack gets his yeah. thoughts. We um, so we came back from Edinburgh. We, we didn't speak for a long time, did we? Not that we'd fallen out. Me and you never we got closer, but we yeah. we had about four or five months away from each other completely, didn't we? Like or virtually no contact. And how did it fucking? Yeah, 
wasn't that long. Like it just. Oh, was it? Uh, just yeah, felt, it felt, felt like, like that. Yeah. Well, I suppose it did. After living together for a month, yeah. it would have felt like a very long time. I missed you, pal. Again, give us a fiver. Can't me. These are Gavin and Stacey. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> you, you am. You're not uh, fat. What's that? <laughs> what's that uh, oh, do you want to touch me? Tell the thingy story. I think you have to elaborate a bit more we on the thingy yeah. story, don't you? Are you alright? We ain't going to mention any names other than the main one's name off the telly. Uh, well, basically, um, my pal lent me the money to like go to Edinburgh and like survive and whatever. But he says like he was trying to help me like like get somewhere, and um, he said like oh, I'll lend you the money, but you'll need to kind of do like promotional activities like to make sure you give yourself the best chance, which made sense. But I didn't like some of his ideas. One of them was he wanted us to go and um, they were doing a live version of. Get your own back. Get your own back with Dave Benson Phillips. <laughs> and wanted us to go on it and, you know, do the thing and Barry. then promote the show. But I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And it was basically a big fucking argument that all came to our head when he came round to the, the flat and we were sitting there and he seemed like you swore that you'd do all this promotional stuff to get the money. Yeah, just to quickly jump in here briefly, the room, so was the room, Paul, he's... Probably that where we were all in was from the end of the fucking fire there to the door. So there's me, so Dame about prison, and uh, prison cell fucking yeah songs. yeah, and we're all in the that sorry mate sorry <coughs> yeah. So I suppose like Jack and they mean the guy that who was also doing it with us was kind of got dragged into it. So mean the guy that lent me the money we were just having this big massive proper heated argument genuinely, and he like. He says to me, you know, like, you signed the contract. And I just fucking burst out of my head that there was nothing in the contract about Dave Benson Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> but the room just went completely silent. <laughs> Rather so like, we, Yeah, we knew, well, I, I knew something funny had happened, but it was, like, too heated that I went to, had to wait for time. I think time I had to walk out the room. I just looked at the floor. I looked at Dame and thought, is that really funny? Like, I think it is because the cards are now, but he's laughing because there's. I looked and he looked at the floor and walked out the room. And I thought, fuck, it is. And I was going to fucking, yeah. yeah. It's weird because that was such a fucking horrible experience, like that particular argument, but yeah, that. You can't deny it, that's funny. <laughs> Could have wrote that. Could have wrote. You'd never sit down and write that, would you? In fact, it does sound like something we'd write. It does. Funny, yeah. it? It's fucking 90s. I'm trying reference. fucking date to. Four Japanese lessons for dinner. <laughs> Was there any more experiences in Edinburgh? <clears throat> um, all them bad ones, all them <laughs> ones where now, but oh, we had a couple of good, good nice nights, didn't we? Our families came up, and we actually yeah. sold out, sold out twice in the whole month on a Saturday and a Sunday, or Friday and a Saturday, and it was the only time we sold out that month. But it was the the. The time that our families came up. Yeah, so it was which perfect was timing, really. That would have been horrible for, for all our, our families watching us in an empty room. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> They Jesus. came up on the right day. We we kind of got um, desperate and we tweeted Lemmy, gone, can he please fucking, like, just say we've got a show at the Cabes and off to... And uh, he put a tweet up saying, gonna some cunt help these cunts. <laughs> and, um, like, the next day, that's when it was, like, a full room. Oh so wow, that's so fucking we, brilliant! Well, at, at the end of it, it says Let like, finish. <laughs> like, I take it you all came because of Lemmy's tweet, and it was just like completely silent, and it wasn't he. It was just because it was raining. Fuck <laughs> me! <laughs> so you can stand in the rain, or you can get in a room for fucking free and see if the rain calms down. I mean. But it did end up being there were two cracking fucking nights. Yeah. It was one of them. What we actually that was it. We had the. Probably, probably makes I'm normally the optimist in that way. Like, pal, this is it. You know, this was probably two weeks in, weren't it? At yeah. least, maybe a bit more. It was a weekend as well, and they're always like busier. Yeah. So it was like a Saturday or Sunday, and they were fucking excellent. And Jack's like, "Yeah, so we're off." But that that no. was the end. <laughs> <laughs> Monday for old Japanese girls. Again. <laughs> that was when we did that. Monday was when we were like, fuck this. Yeah. But the last day, we couldn't get out there quick enough, could we? Mm-hmm. We were fucking chucking the fucking... 
you know, the, the props on the set, fucking chuck that in that bin outside that pub, fucking. I'll, at one point, I ran back to take the rug up to chuck it in the bins outside the venue because damn, I got the car there. We were, we couldn't, none of us could wait to get away quick enough. So we fucked the, <laughs> chuck the rug on the bin. As I'm throwing the set into the bin, there's a fucking bloke, Michael Clapham, sound promoter from up north, who, who he was coming to come and watch our show. We were meant to be on that day. Our show was starting in 10 minutes and I was throwing the set into the bin. We was <laughs> fucking off down the M6. Yeah. We couldn't get away. engine revving up. He went, he went, are you fucking... He went, are you on? Went, and he looked on Garver as well. Bless him, he'd been once as well, and he, he, was, he was coming a second time. Um, and he went, are you on? I went, we're fucking, fucking off, mate. I think I barely stopped to speak to him, long giving. <laughs> Get me back to Wolverhampton. I got back to Wolverhampton, went in the talisman the first day, I think, or possibly second. And I just... Because him used to being around sort of lovies in that way, Yeah. everybody fucking hugs or tends to fucking hug. And I've, obviously, I walked in the talisman. I'm doing that to all these lot round here, you know. And there was mm-hmm. their fucking husband. Yeah, they fucking hugging everyone for. But part of it was because I'd been around a lot of that for a month, mostly because I was really happy to fucking see them and be mm-hmm. home. Yeah, I did blot mm-hmm. that one night. I just had a yeah. bit of a, a meltdown. I just fucking. It was about. It was a couple of days before or the day before Katie came up, wasn't it, mate? Yeah, my sister came up with a partner. She stuck him up and she had like one of them Scottish hats, you know, like but, uh, bonnet like, a, a bonnet and uh, ginger the hair. Ginger bits. Yeah. yeah. So she was wearing that like to impress me, even though we were both in Scotland. Jack's face. I just remind you home. I couldn't oh, apologise enough, could I, pal? The worst part about it before that, I, th- I think she might... Further from home. <laughs> she even messaged you on me on, on WhatsApp. She's, she's like, they were in Scotland. Yeah. She sent me a picture of the carpet in the hotel. Because mm, it was tartan. Because it was tartan. Hey. Huh? Yeah, wait. <laughs> hey. Yeah, yeah, kid. This is an impressive, Kate, if you're on the moon. <laughs> Going to the Molyneux and having your fart out there and sending it to me, going, huh? Huh? <laughs> She's a good soul, but fuck me! What's the weirdest act you've ever seen? Like, just the strangest fucking... I've seen somebody at the Hollybush in Crayley and I thought it was brilliant. I think he came from up north. But he came down and he, he was like basically exactly he was setting up his own mic stand and it kept breaking. It was just that for ten minutes. <laughs> 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 it's just like it was really fucking funny. Proper <laughs> physical comedy and just him getting really frustrated and he must have spent ages getting it done to the it, perfect yeah. art of it. And just like having little bits fucking falling off, <laughs> and then uh, basically, I think he just looked at his watch at the end, and it was just like, oh. and just walked. <laughs> <laughs> Fixes it on ten minutes. I'd never seen him before, and haven't since. But he was fucking excellent. I don't know who that is. It's Great really fucking excellent. Like you go, oh, it's fucking brilliant. But um, we, you don't really see them again because like, there's no way for it to go. Yeah, where, where do you do that? Mm. It's the same with us, really, weren't it? Like, yeah. It was never really. The stand-up circuit was never really for us. Not really. Mm-hmm. We didn't fit into it at all. Wasn't, we never did stand-up comedy, I would say. What was one of your best gigs then? I don't think anybody wants to... It sounds really cunty like I'm cutting but I don't think anybody wants to hear it. Anybody's interested. Because it's, well... I feel like what? a wanker talking about that stuff, to be honest. Jack found on YouTube an old video the other night of the first time we were on stage together. Oh, right, which, which one, which which Billy, which one um, was that? It'll be ten years at the end of this year. Wow. Fuck me. No. Anniversary, pal. Jesus. No, and it was like Jack's birthday, and um, it was the bush, and I was on uh, second to last, and Jack was on last, and then he asked me to come on dressed up at the end and did a week and a skip with him, and it was brilliant. But um, 
the camera goes back through into the other room after both of us come off, and we're both like, ah, fucking brilliant, man, man. just fucking pure hugging, <coughs> going, yes, it's really nice, <coughs> can I capture them? Yeah, that's the very first time we did anything on stage together, and you can see the joy and the shock in our faces, that was really nice. weird seeing that, I think, yeah. wow, that was the start of it, man. Fuck, you you might have been there, Paul. I more than likely mm. probably was, yeah. This is the Ballad of John and Yoko by the Beatles. By the weird ourselves. Standing in the dock at Southampton, trying to get to Holland or France. The man in the max said, You gotta go back. You know, they didn't even give us a chance. Crash, you know, it ain't easy. You know how hard it can be. The way things are going, they're gonna crucify me. Finally made the plane into Paris. Honeymooning down by the Seine. Peter Brown called to say you can make it all right. You can wear it in your boat to Spain. Cause you know it ain't easy. You know how hard it can be. Where things are going They're gonna crucify me Take it away, Yoko Hey, you're making my head up a whack I said that we're gonna hold back I'm gonna make it that way Christ, you know it ain't easy You know how hard it can be where things are going, they're gonna crucify me. The way things are going, they're gonna crucify me. The way things are going, they're gonna crucify me. I thought it was that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> End off.